0: Stay Frosty Parkrunners and welcome to the 19th edition of the Stay Frosty Parkrun podcast. I'm your host, Emu, and I'm going to be here for around the next 20 minutes or so. I know it's fluctuated quite a lot in recent times, but I'm going to try and keep to 20 minutes today to look at parkruns abroad in my third and final abroad themed episode. I'll also be revealing my star parkrunner of the week, my featured parkrun our park runs this week, including if we manage to do the double on New Year's Day. And I'll also be introducing a new feature which is aimed at getting the word out about special park run events around the UK, or further afield if you know about any special event taking place anywhere else in the world and you'd like it to have a mention on this podcast. So, if your park run has an anniversary coming up, or if you have a themed, costumed, or special event of some description, Coming up in the next few weeks, let me know on the Stay Frosty Facebook page or by emailing stayfrostyparkrun at gmail.com. If you send me a message, I'll try and include it on the following week's podcast. I'd also love to receive any stories from you about which milestones you've reached or interesting parkruns which you think are deserving of a shout-out on my pod. Delving on into the third and final part of my abroad-themed podcast... This week I'm going to be taking a little look at the remaining countries with parkruns, namely Poland, Russia, Singapore, South Africa, Swaziland, Sweden and the USA. I've tried to glean off as much information about each of these as I can, but depending on which country it is and how many parkruns there are, sometimes it's hard to get all the statistics in one place. Starting off this week with Parkrun Poland or Parkrun Polska to native speakers, The first event here was at Gidnia Parkrun on the 15th of October in 2011. Since then, Parkrun in Poland has really taken off, with 59 events now running across the country and with slightly higher concentration in and around Warsaw or Warszawa. There is a debate as to whether it is a true Z, but there are two Parkruns beginning with this letter for all the alphabeteers out there, and three beginning with a J. The highest attendance a Polish parkrun was on the 27th of December in 2015, at Parkrun Poznań, where 1,111 parkrunners turned up on the day. Parkruns in Poland start at 9am each Saturday, the same as the UK. I haven't yet done a parkrun in Poland, but I am keen to do so, as both my maternal grandparents were Polish, so I'd really enjoy visiting the country again, ideally with my mum, who I'm sure would be up for doing a parkrun there as well. The first Russian parkruns were Kolomensko and Severno-Tushino, parkruns both of which are located in Moscow and started together on the 1st of March in 2014. There are now 56 different events, with a larger number of these located in and around Moscow. Parkruns in Russia all start at 9am, exactly the same as the UK as well. Singapore joined the parkrun family on the 21st of June in 2014, with East Coast Park Park Run on the southeast edge of Singapore. Singapore now has three park runs and the largest attendance was on the 18th of March 2017 at West Coast Park with 155 runners, although this is closely followed by both Bishan Park Run with 150 runners on the 1st of January 2019 and 126 runners at East Coast Park Run on the 30th of January 2016. All three of these parkruns start at 7.30am, which is sensible given the high heat and humidity in Singapore. Parkrun South Africa started at Delta Parkrun in Johannesburg on the 12th of November 2011, and I make the current count 177, although Wikipedia still says it's only 172, so either my counting's a little bit off or Wikipedia needs to get up to date there. There is a higher concentration of parkrun around Cape Town, Johannesburg and along the road stretching from Durban through Pietermaritzburg and up towards Mouy-Rivier. Start times vary between 7 and 8am depending on the geographical location and the attendance record was in Durban with 2,527 parkrunners attending on the 20th of January 2018. And the original park run often attracts tourists and has well over 1200 runners. That's a lot of park runners, I've never been to one even close to that big. Although Jay and I this year are hoping to go to Bushy Park at some point to do the pilgrimage, and there there can easily be over a thousand runners. That will be the most that we've ever run with. There is one event as well Mbabane Park Run in Swaziland, which started on the 6th of May 2017. The greatest number of park runners here was 139, which happened on the 1st of July in 2017. And this parkrun starts at 8am and runs on a mixture of grass and trail paths and around a golf course. Sweden has six parkruns, all in the southern part of the country, with a few grouped around Stockholm. The first event here started on the 27th of August in 2016 at Hager Park Parkrun, which is a little north of Stockholm. The largest number of runners was at Orebro Park Run on the 14th of April 2018, and these events all start at 9:30 a.m. And last but by no means least, in the USA, the first Park Run set up was Livonia Park Run on the 2nd of June 2012, and there are now 28 Park Runs across America. They are dotted around the country, with a few more based in and around Washington. The largest attendance was at Crissy Field Park Run on the 28th of October 2017, when they had 256 parkrunners turn up. The start times are generally 9am, but at both Claremont Park Run and Depot Park Run, the start time is 7.30am and at Durham Park Run it's 8am. In addition, at Charleston Park Run, Lily Park Run, Deep Run Park Run, South Boulder Creek Parkrun, Himmel Parkrun and Aspen Parkrun the times vary seasonally so you should check the local Parkrun page for more information on that. And that is all the countries who currently have Parkruns in them. As I mentioned previously I hope Japan may soon be joining the Parkrun family and I'm sure there'll be other countries which follow along as well. It's interesting to see how in some countries park run has really taken off and become extremely popular Poland and Australia, for example, whilst in some others, the concept doesn't seem to have really caught on yet. Having only attended one parkrun abroad, I can only speculate as to why this might be. Possibly because running isn't trending as a sport currently in that country, or maybe the message of parkrun has got a little bit lost in translation, I'm not sure. I don't think only a handful of parkruns in some countries should be a concern though. On the contrary, I believe that, given time, every country might well come to enjoy parkrun in the same way the UK certainly does. Let's get the whole world parkrunning and volunteering. OK, moving on. This week, I'm very happy to announce that my star parkrunner of the week is... Laura Foster, for her amazing volunteering record, especially for all the time she has volunteered at South Norwood Parkrun. Laura is a member of the Core Volunteer Team at South Norwood, helping to make sure that the event goes ahead week after week. As a small park run, South Norwood is always in need of volunteers, so the Core Volunteer Team always go above and beyond to keep the park run well, running, excuse the pun. If you know a park runner or a volunteer who you think deserves a special mention, you can drop me a message on the Facebook page or send me an email to stayfrostyparkrun at gmail.com and they could be my star parkrunner of the week. This week, my featured park run of the week is Fulham Palace, where Jay and I were parkrun tourists between Christmas and New Year. We'd been meaning to do this one for a while, and the fact that it's pancake flat and would give us our much sought after F it were the main draws. Fulham Palace Parkrun is located just north of the River Thames on the Hammersmith side of Putney Bridge. When we attended, we walked from Putney Station to give ourselves a little bit of warm-up time, although we still arrived rather early. You can get there by walking from train stations at Putney, Putney Bridge, East Putney or Parsons Green, the last two of which are a little bit further away. There are also buses which run close to this park run, and they are the 74, the 220 and the 430. You need to alight at Bishop's Park Road bus stop and walk five minutes from those three. Or alternatively, you could get the 85, the 93 or the 265, and there you need to alight in or at or near Putney Bridge and stop and walk for 10 minutes to get to the park run. As I've mentioned, this park run is flat, 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 and almost entirely on tarmac. You complete two whole laps of this course and then turn left slightly before the end of the third lap to enter the finishing funnel. There are toilets at this park run, which were open on the day we were there, and not bad at all for park toilets, complete with toilet paper as well. And there was also a drinking fountain just outside the toilet block, very useful in the summer, certainly. Normally, everybody meets after the event at Fulham Palace Cafe for a coffee and a chat. The volunteer numbers vary between about 30 and 40 people, and runner numbers have been as high as 573, which happened on the 13th of January in 2018, and as low as 72, which was on the 28th of December in 2013. Recent runs have seen the number fluctuate between about 375 and 475, reaching over 500 in November, but dropping off to about 240 on the 1st of December. There have been 276 Fulham Palace park runs so far, making the start date the 19th of October in 2013. Jay and I really enjoyed this park run. I'm always a little hesitant about three lappers, but with nice views of the river and a course wide enough in most places to allow you to allow people to lap you without it getting too crowded. I'd definitely recommend giving this one a try. In addition, when we arrived early, the run director, uh, on the day it was Richard John Powell, made a point of welcome, welcoming us and checking if there was any information we needed, as well as letting us know where the newbie briefing would be so that we could hear about the course we were about to run on. We felt very well looked after, so I'd like to say thank you to everyone at Fulham Palace Park Run. And now in place of the festive hole left in our lives by the absence of the Christmas calendar, I'm very pleased to introduce... (laughs) That's right, it's a new soundbite, just when you were pleased to be rid of the jingle bells. Seriously though, I was trying to think of ways that parkruns celebrate every week outside of their special events days... And I realised that, of course, all park runs have an anniversary. So, starting from the beginning of January, park runs which have either celebrated or soon will be celebrating anniversaries are in order. So, it's a first anniversary for Bakewell Park Run and Crichton Park Run, both of which started on the 6th of January in 2018. It will also soon be a first anniversary for Clifton Park Run, Winlatter Forest Park Run, and Heslington Park Run, all of whom started on the 13th of January 2018. On to the second anniversaries, and I'd like to say congratulations to Hyde Park Run and Dudley Park Run, both of whom started on the 7th of January 2017. And Roding Valley Park Run, which started on the 14th of January 2017. Celebrating their third anniversaries by starting on the 2nd of January 2016 is Lydney Park Run. And, soon to be celebrating their third anniversary is Lancaster Park Run and Livingston Park Run who started with their first event on the 9th of January 2016, as well as Clacton Seafront Park Run whose start date was on the 15th of January 2016. For fourth anniversaries we have Melton Mowbray Park Run, Gloucester North Park Run and Conway Park Run all started on the 10th of January 2015. Celebrating their sixth anniversary is Barnstable Park Run which started up on the 5th of January 2013, closely followed by both Wimpole Estate and Harrow Lodge Park Run, which started on the 12th of January 2013. St Albans Park Run and York Park Run both started on the 14th of January 2012, which means they'll soon be celebrating their 7th anniversaries. And soon to be celebrating the impressive achievement of their 9th anniversary will be Newcastle Park Run and Milton Keynes Park Run, both of which started on the 16th of January in 2010. And last, but most Definitely not least, it's the 12th anniversary for the second ever parkrun to be set up, which started on the 6th of January in 2007. A final extra large congratulations to Wimbledon Common Parkrun. I hope you all have fantastic celebrations of your anniversaries. Lastly for this week, it's on to our park runs. Now as you know, Jay and I were very keen to attempt the New Year's Day double by, by attending two different park runs events sequentially. We didn't drink too much alcohol and we got a relatively early night for us, retiring at 2am with the prospect of four and a half hours sleep before we could leap sprightly from our bed ready to take on the double. Well, sprightly we were not, but we did, however, drag ourselves out of bed and wrestle ourselves into our running kit. My sister politely declined to join us, at the pr- as the prospect for an over two hour round trip to re- reach and return from our target park run seemed just a bit too much for a sleepy New Year's Day morning. Jay and I shivered our way over to Greenwich Park Run, where a decent number of people turned out for the start of the craziness. We both enjoyed the undulating course that is the three-lapper of Greenwich and were surprised to see a former Gurkha running with a 22kg backpack in order to raise funding and awareness for the course. Jay managed to get round the course in an impressive 29 minutes and 37 seconds, going under his 30-minute target on a course far hillier than any he had run so far, and he didn't have any of his customary walking breaks during the run, so well done Jay. I managed to complete the park run in 28 minutes and 53 seconds, less than 60 60 seconds quicker than Jay, and we both proceeded immediately on foot to Bexley park run, and we saw a lot of people uh, running, walking, making their way over there as well. We got there in good time, and then we ran the second park run in slightly slower times of 31 minutes and 15 seconds for Jay, and 30 minutes and 42 seconds for myself, and we also... Again, very surprised to see the Gurkha turning up for his second park run of the morning with his 22kg backpack. We both actually struggled to keep up with him on that one as well. I think I pipped into the post just, but Jay was behind him when he finished. When I finished, I scanned my barcode and then immediately made my way back along the finishing queue in hopes of catching an action shot of Jay finishing. But sadly, I was too slow. After running the whole course for a second time that morning, Jay finished only 33 seconds behind me thus proving to himself he is more than capable of running 10k. He was overjoyed and I couldn't be prouder of him. A most excellent start to 2019. On to this weekend. It was a slightly chilly start as we set off for our first home park run of 2019, which is South Norwood. My sister took on her home park run of Barking. Nikki ran round Barking Park Run in a fantastic new PB time of 23 minutes and 47 seconds, shaving an entire second off her previous PB and finishing 21st overall out of 101 parkrunners. And, on top of that, she was the second female runner to finish, so well done, Nikki. Jay ran South Norwood in a fantastic time of 27 minutes and 49 seconds, which is not only a new PB for him but it is also over a minute quicker than his previous PB, so he was absolutely over the moon with that. And I managed to get round in 26 minutes and 57 seconds, which I was also overjoyed at as it's the first time I've broken through the 27 minute barrier at South Norwood. I definitely went out too quickly today and I tied up a little on my second lap. I felt like I really wanted to push myself to see what I could achieve after getting so many results in the 28th minute lately, which is still good, but I felt like, you know, for a while I felt like I could do a little bit better. Still not 100% physically fit at the moment, but I'm extremely happy with my 26 minutes and 57 seconds today. Hopefully this is a tale of things to come in 2019. I'd also like to give a massive shout out to the lovely Fiona who did the double on New Year's Day at Cambridge Park Run and Hamilton Lake Park Run in New Zealand, volunteering at both events so that everyone else could enjoy their New Year's Day runs and also Mike, who completed both Wanstead Flats and then Valentine's Park Run in north-east London, jogging from the first to the second, despite being ill at the time. Congratulations to you both for doing the New Year's Day double. If you'd like a shout-out for any of your parkrun achievements, or if you know anyone who deserves a shout-out on my pod, feel free to drop me an email to stayfrostyparkrun at gmail.com, Or simply pop a message up on the Stay Frosty Facebook page and I'll give you a mention in next week's show. Speaking of which, next week I'm going to be taking on the Parkrun podcast dedicated to all you guys out there in my men's special. For the occasion, I'm hoping once again to rope my lovely husband into saying a few words about men's running and men's health in general. If you have any points about men's health or men's running that you'd really like to share please drop me a message on the Facebook page or via the email and I'll be happy to include them in next week's show. Once again, to all my listeners, I wish you a very happy new year. I hope you've started it off well with all your park runs. Thank you very much for listening. Stay frosty, parkrunners, and I'll see you all next week. <laughs>